I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back if you're a regular listener. I am so pumped about today's episode because I'm going to be diving into five live launch strategies that will multiply your launch results if you live launch. These are strategies we used in our most recent Ignite launch. And if you followed the launch, you might have caught some of these, but I want to lay out for you guys the strategies that I think really moved the needle for us and made the biggest difference. Some of them are strategies that nobody's really doing. Some of them are strategies that some people do, but I want to emphasize on the importance of them and really just tie together all the things. And we, I will do a separate episode that will focus on the actual numbers and results of the live launch. I need to finish the recap with my team and get the numbers back. And actually, we are very big on numbers. So putting everything in our spreadsheet and our reporting template and reviewing it and everybody kind of talking through it. So we'll do that mid-month and then I'll share it on the podcast with my takeaways of what worked, what didn't work, what I'll change next time. I have so many. Oh my God, because it was just incredible. Like I have so many takeaways it was an amazing experience. My team put in 110%. Like I put in 110%. We literally spent two months probably planning for this lunch. We pulled out all the stops and it also just showed like, it was just amazing. It shined a light on so many things and, and made me think differently because of the energy of the launch. So this week, when you guys are listening to this, I'm doing my CEO week to like finish my debrief from the launch, but I just have content and content and content for you guys that I think you're going to get so much out of because of the the energetic space I was in during the launch and where that put my brain. For Anyways, so today though, I have five strategies that I think you're going to get a ton out of. These are things that we implemented in our launch and I know moved the needle the most to being a successful, highly profitable launch. So Here's the thing with launches. The first thing I want to say before I dive into the five strategies is the critical piece to a live launch is that you pre-plan because you cannot just go into a live launch and hope that it all comes together and throw things, you know, each day. And honestly, we spent two months pre-planning for this launch and we could have had longer. Like we still were going into it and I was like working some nights and felt a little behind and we totally pulled it off and got everything done, of course, but two months. And I feel like we, I could have even had more time. So the reason that I feel we were so successful is we were very intentional with every component of the launch, especially the content that went into the launch. And if I compare the, like the big live launch I did a year ago compared to this one this year, 
that's the biggest difference that moved the needle the most for us was how intentional we were about the actual content that went into it. So the content of the video series and the content of the webinar and how that led to the actual offer and the experience that people had throughout it. Because sometimes people overlook that. You're really focused on like getting people into an experience, getting them signed up for it. And then you get them in and you might give value hopefully you give value, you give value, you know, you put together your best presentation, but you maybe aren't being as intentional as you could be with it. And it's so critical that two things happen. One, that as many people as possible actually engage during that time period of a live launch, because when they're engaging, they're building trust with you in the brand. So it's critical that they are engaging. And then the second thing is it's critical that the content is leading to your offer in a very strategic way. Meaning you're not over, you're walking the fine line of not overwhelming your audience to the point where they have way too much and they need to go do it and they don't want your offer and they're overwhelmed and they've got this to-do list and you gave them too much, but you give them enough value that they build the trust and they feel like they need your offer by the end of it. It's not easy to do, especially when you're doing a live launch. Like our model was three videos and a webinar. So there was a lot of content I was giving and it was very hard to not overwhelm people and to keep it simple, but also extremely valuable because that's, you know, a core value of mine that I give so much value. And it's something that I pride myself in is when people participate in a free experience of ours, they can walk away from that free experience with things to implement and valuable information, no matter if they become a customer or not. And I have to do that. You know, I I don't believe in doing it otherwise. And I actually think that's critical to the success of the product selling, but you can very easily overwhelm people and especially because you're probably an expert in what you do if you're teaching it especially if you offer a course or a service that does these things and so it's really easy for you to go like three levels deeper than you need to and not even realize you're doing it so I'm gonna preface with that because that you know all of these things feed into that idea but I think that was one of the most important things we did was we were extremely intentional with the content that it didn't overwhelm people but that it provided value and by the time they got to the webinar where I opened the cart it was the perfect sequence it got them to where they needed to be in order to be ready for ignite and also it got them there even if they didn't participate in 100% of it but your goal throughout the experience of a live launch is for people to engage, build trust with you, and seed your offer. That's your goal. So everything you do has to drive that. And so keep that in mind as I go through these. So here are the five strategies that we implemented that I believe were some of the most important to the success of our launch. First, we did a pop-up Facebook group. So the, the, format, like I said, was we had video series that dropped about every other day and then we did a live webinar and the live webinar opened the cart. Now, anybody who signed up for the video series or the webinar, we are putting them in a pop-up Facebook group, meaning the Facebook group was only open during the live launch. So everybody in that group was highly engaged, was there for the launch, was participating in the videos, and it wasn't, I do have another Facebook group and this is like a whole other podcast, but I don't think we're going to even keep it open because it's just hard to keep it engaged when you don't have a big event. And I'm, I'm much more of a fan of this pop-up Facebook group. 
But the pop-up Facebook group was great because not only did I have that Facebook group, which was building a community of these, you know, thousands of people going through this experience. And I also went in there and I did specific Q&As and additional videos that were less polished and scripted and content heavy and were focused on answering questions, direct one-on-one questions with these people. And that is what I think moved the needle so that they saw progress. So they were able to implement a few things and build the trust. Now I've definitely done pop-up Facebook groups in the past. And one of the downsides that I've had was I get all these people in there who are asking content heavy questions and I have a marketing team, but they don't necessarily know the answer to Facebook ads. My marketing team, like my tech VA, my social media manager, she doesn't know the answer to deep, heavy, you know, Facebook ad strategic marketing questions. So I was having to answer all those, which was literally taking, you know, in the past all of my time. So this time around, I actually recruited two of my ads team members to come into the Facebook group and provide support so that when people ask these detailed questions, like they listened to video one and they did the workbook and then they had this really detailed, personalized question about their business and how they related to the content they just listened to, I had support in answering those questions. But by getting those questions answered, people were able to move, make progress and not be overwhelmed. And so this pop-up Facebook group, I feel, was very critical to building that relationship with people. Again, my goal is engagement, build trust, and seed the product. So I need people as much as possible. I want them to go through the content, to go through video one and do the workbook and make sure they're not stuck. This Facebook group allowed that to happen. It also allowed me to build a deeper level of connection because I was able to do these Q&A calls and build this like little mini community of everybody going through the experience. So highly recommend doing something like that. We linked to the Facebook group. So we made it very enticing to join the Facebook group. We linked to it on the thank you page of our signups. We linked to it in emails. And then every time a video launched, there was a specific resource that people could only get access to if they were in the Facebook group. So I I really heavily pushed the Facebook group. I wanted a lot of people in there because I knew the more people in there, the more they're gonna engage, see other people's comments, attend the Q&A, build that trust, and it works. And we did do a pop-up Facebook group last year. I didn't have those bonus incentive resources, so that definitely helped our numbers. We had, I would say about 40% of the total registrants sign up for the Facebook group, but we had probably 60% of the actual video series people, which Those are the main people in the Facebook group because they're going through the longer experience that lasted over a week, the the videos dropping. Um, The webinar people didn't necessarily go through that experience. So we had like 60% of the video series people sign up for the Facebook group. So very important for community building, big fan of pop-up Facebook groups to build that engagement. And if you have, you're expecting large numbers, getting support with people who can answer not just like tech basic, like admin, when is the training questions, but can answer content questions. So you're not doing it all yourself was very helpful for me and my own sanity through the launch. And it also allowed me to show up to those Q and A's and put my all in those versus spend a lot of time, you know, answering the questions in the group because it takes a lot of time to read someone's personalized question and write back, you know, even just a paragraph. It takes 15, 20 minutes to just do one of those. So having support of that was really helpful um, and just you leveraging that community as much as possible. 
The next thing um, that we did was we put all of our recordings into a private podcast feed. So you could go to the video page and watch the video. You could go in the Facebook group and watch the live Q&A. But I also stripped, I didn't, my team did, but stripped all the recordings of the video series videos, any live Q&A that I did, um, any additional, like once the cart opened, we did the webinar and then we also did any like bonus live I did that was focused more around open cart. We pulled the audio from that and put it in a podcast feed with the goal of just, I want people to consume the content and sometimes actually sitting on a page to watch a video is hard to get people to do. They get distracted. So pulling the audio and putting it in a podcast feed just allowed more people to consume the content. Once they downloaded that audio feed, then they got, you know, it just automatically updates in their podcast player anytime I added a new audio. So throughout Open Cart, I was able to add audios in there for them. So that was great. We got a lot of great feedback on that, that people were able to actually consume the content not once, but multiple times. That's what people said. Like they were actually listening to the videos more than once because it was in that podcast feed, which is what I want. Like, are you kidding me? If you're going to listen to my 20, 25 minute video twice, I'm building that relationship with them even more and they're getting even more value out of that. So putting it in that podcast feed and I did, of course, still have the video page, still do the lives in Facebook like a normal launch. This was like my additional piece that I added in just to try and increase the amount of people consuming the content. Okay. The third thing we did was we really leveraged mini chat. And I do this with any live launch, even if it's just like a single live webinar, I always, always put mini chat button on the thank you page. And I have an incentive for them to click that. So they opt in, they sign up, name an email for my webinar, for in this case, it was our video series and then our webinar. And on the thank you page, there is a resource I give them that's through a mini chat button. Sometimes it's a workbook. In this case, I didn't wanna give them the whole workbook that far in advance to the video because it was gonna give away the content. So I gave them a preparation checklist that actually listed some additional content things they could listen to before the series started, all the things they needed to have like ready to get the most out of the series. And so they got access to that via mini chat. And so that way we're getting their name and email like normal in our CRM software. And then on the thank you page, we're also getting mini chat subscribers. We get about 50 to 60% of people hit the mini chat button and do that as well. What that allows us to do is send reminder emails are not emails, but messages all throughout the process, which just have, I mean, our mini chat open rates are like 100%, which of course, because everybody opens their messenger, you don't want to abuse it and send too many, which is easy to do. And you've got to shorten them and make them to the point. So they're different than email. But we did this with both mini chat and text message, but we would send, you know, video one dropped, video two dropped, here's the link, video three dropped. And then the other thing I love doing is you can ask open-ended questions and actually start messenger conversations with people. So you can say, video two dropped. What'd you think about video one yesterday? Like reply and let me know. And so many people reply. And then you're having this conversation with people, which again, our main goal is build the relationship, increase the engagement, build that trust, get them their little mini results. And that's just going to be highly more likely if they're having these conversations with you and maybe they have a question or they need another resource or you're just building that connection. So that's what I love about mini chat is one, it has a very high open rate. So more people will probably see my content 
see when the content releases so they can go to it. And then two, I'm able to ask those open-ended questions and start the conversations when the content's releasing, but also moving into the open cart period too. I can ask those questions about, you know, do they have questions around the course? Are you ready to outsource your marketing to a team of digital marketing experts? Or maybe you've tried other agencies who have not worked out in the past and you're desperate for help. We all know that without successful and consistent marketing, your company will not continue to grow. If you're ready to consider partnering with a team like Hirsch Marketing, go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with us. We pride ourselves in having over a 90% client retention rate. We consistently maintain this metric by only taking on clients we know we can help. Visit helpmystrategy.com to go through our application process where we will give you the exact next steps that we recommend taking based on where you're at today in your business. We manage millions of dollars of ad spend each month for online businesses and that data combined with our world-class processes honestly can't be found anywhere else. If you're ready to take your marketing to the next level, visit helpmystrategy.com and begin filling out your application today. Okay, the fourth thing that we did, this is something that I've never seen anybody do. And it was very successful. So here's what we did. Super cool. And this, I actually have to give credit to Andra on my team because she was a co-conspirer in this idea. So we were talking about before, like when we're strategizing the launch, like, okay, how do we give people during open cart a slice of Ignite? How do we give them a slice of it so they can experience it? And a lot of people, like the common thing people do is they will let you have a free module or a free lesson or like a little slice of their course material. Now, I don't love that idea. And I actually think that strategy could heavily backfire because I just gave, you know, would have given people three videos, three workbooks and a webinar to consume throughout my launch. Now, if I give you a module or a lesson or lessons of my course as a sneak peek preview, I'm just giving you more content that's highly likely you're not going to finish as a potential customer. And that is just going to then become an objection of someone saying, oh, I can't even consume your free, you know, your free module. I can't buy your course. Like I, you know, I don't have time. And so I didn't want to do that. And so we we're like, okay, what could we do? So the idea we came up with was we gave people a 48 hour VIP free access pass into our paid Facebook group. And so they could come into the paid Ignite Facebook community and they could look at the support call recordings that get posted in there. They could look at the threads and the questions being answered, the Ignite success coach supporting our students. And we timed it so the monthly training I do for our Ignite students happened during that 48 hours. So you also got a VIP access pass into the Facebook group and to come and attend my training. And of course, I was very strategic with what that training was, that it didn't overwhelm them, that it was advanced enough, but beginner enough. And I taught about dissecting your ad and funnel results. People loved it. I had tons of people on live. So this is after I've done the video series, the webinar, and now we're in open cart. And these are the people who are still on the fence. We gave them a 48 hour access pass. And so they actually got to come into our paid Facebook group. We accepted them in and attend my monthly training for our paid Ignite students. 
students. And I was, of course, very strategic about all of this and strategic about the posts they saw and, and all of that. And, but I mean, really, they could go back to the beginning of time and review our Facebook group. That's the same Facebook group since I launched Ignite a year and a half ago. And you can review in there. So people loved it. And I was a little worried. I was like, what if people, you know, there's like jerks who come in and are like trolls in the Facebook group. And, you know, I, I told our students what was going to happen beforehand, but I was worried. Like I, I, you know, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. It could be a total nightmare. It could be good. It could be bad. It was great. And so here's also you guys like, I'm like Julian marketing strategy right now, because here's also how we did it. It was so brilliant. My team and I just, we came up with this, but it was so good. So to get access to the Facebook group, we didn't make them opt in or anything. We used a mini chat link because what we wanted to do was have conversations that were very casual and open-ended like, hey, noticed you still haven't bought Ignite and you're in the VIP Facebook group. We're going to have to remove access on this day. Like, are you still on the fence? And have those open-ended conversations during that 48-hour period, which allowed people then to be asking us in Messenger if they were on the fence. And we converted a few people through Messenger who were in the VIP experience and who were on the fence. That happened. So it, that was an incredible way to deliver it. We weren't sure at first we were going to do like a tracked link and we didn't know like how, because I didn't want to make them opt in, but I also needed to track who signed up so we could send them specific messages. So that's how we did it. We did a mini chat link that then sent them the Facebook group link via mini chat. We accepted everybody in and then we would tag them in like a welcome post like, hey, and then... And then I had three Ignite alumni who were in charge of answering questions. They they uh, volunteered their time, three people who had been through our Ignite course, and they specifically like nurtured these VIP people in Ignite in answering their questions, telling them how great of an experience Ignite is. And they even did a couple of them even did live videos into the group saying, you know, here's my experience. So that was a really cool I had people, like I said, buy through Messenger, but also two who specifically like came to the monthly training with me and then bought after that. Um, and it was just another way to give them value and give them a taste of what's inside of the, the course, but not overwhelm them because it was like, you're just in a Facebook group. You just get to scroll Facebook. You get to kind of binge through that content and scroll through that, but you don't have to like go through an entire module or an entire lesson and feel super overwhelmed from that. So that was super successful. It was one of those things I was like, I don't know, this could be a total failure or this could be awesome. <laughs> Ended up being awesome and it was great. So, all right. So the fifth thing we did that was highly, highly successful was we did a live chat on our sales page. So we had three team members of mine who were actually on rotation schedule to always be live to respond to chat. My um, friend and also sales coordinator, Andra, always says time kills deals. So it's critical when you're launching and you have open cart that when someone answers or asks a question and they're considering buying, you've got to answer as fast as you can because they're considering buying and time kills the deal. Like if they wait three hours to get a response, they're busy now, they're gonna, like, they've you know thought about it, they have their doubts, you've got to answer. And so Andra actually managed this and helped, my, helped me manage it with my team. But we had a live chat on the sales page. And so somebody was always there to, you know, as people are scrolling the, the page, a little button popped up and it was like, hey, do you have any questions? You know, I'm Mallory. Do you have any questions about joining Ignite? Let me know how I can help you. And so many people chatted like it was very busy and we had lots of questions on there and we converted several people in that live chat. 
One thing Andra taught us in that chat was you always end the conversation with a question. So they ask a question, you answer the question, and then you say, are you, you know, are you thinking about enrolling? How can I help you finish the process? Or how can I help you make a decision about enrolling in Ignite? And so you don't just like answer the question and then walk away and hope that they just decide on their own. You help them get to a decision. Even if that decision is no, you still help them kind of commit either way. And so that was also huge. And that was credit to Andra. But having a live chat, we used Chatport. Um, it was C-H-A-P-O-R-T. I'm not an affiliate or anything, but I know people are going to ask what we used. So we used that on our page. It was great. It allowed, I think there was an app that my team could actually manage the chat from. So they were live through the weekend, through through the entire open cart period. They were live answering questions kind of in um, shifts. They took shifts managing the chat and were answering questions so we could answer them really fast. But if people are scrolling a sales page, it's really important that they are able to ask that question and get an answer fast because they are a hot, hot, hot lead, okay? So those are my five launch strategies. I feel like I just gave you a lot in a short amount of time, Um, but these were the, the things that I sat down and I was like, these were the critical things we did during this launch that I know pushed the needle the most and led to the most success. The last thing I'll just add here, and you know, I can talk about this more when I when I debrief the numbers and the strategy and what worked and what didn't work, because I have a lot to say about that in our two webinars we did and the differences in them. But you still, no matter how much you plan, no matter how, you know, far in advance you do it and what you put together, you still need to have a, like a little bit of capacity and space to pivot when needed because things will happen during a launch where it's like, oh, that worked really well. We need to do more of that. Or this type of conversation is heavily happening in the Facebook group. So we need to pivot just a little bit and speak to this. We definitely throughout open cart, like changed emails that were already loaded and ready to go because we needed to pivot a few things around messaging based on live feedback we were getting from the leads in the Facebook group or webinar chat or whatever it was. So no matter how far you plan, you still need to leave room for that as well. And I just wanna say that because I think that's critical and that's something that you always have to really balance in marketing and business is pre-planning and being as organized as possible and then leaving like a 10% amount of room to pivot and change things and adjust as needed based on your audience's you know experience and engagement and response that you, that you have throughout it. So if you want support um, with from Team Hirsch, if you want either our done for you or our done with you support, I feel like we are masters at launches. And here's the reason. Some of my launch strategies came from things we've done with clients in seven and eight figure live launches. And that's why I'm able to take this shortcut because I'm able to see like, oh, here's what worked you know, in those and here's what did not work in those and let's do this and move this around. And we have a massive, like we have a launch training in our done with you program. We do this for clients. We help them. We give them our SOPs where I'm working on an updated SOP from this launch that we just did that all of our clients will have access to all of our, you know, students will have access to. So if you think you need that level and that shortcut in your business and your marketing, you can see if you qualify to work with team Hirsch at helpmystrategy.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, 
do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.